within a year, you are technically an influencer. Into my house. <laughs> Chapter, Man B, H, Gigs, Chip, Lethal Busy. Man, what's happening? You have spoke to some of the biggest artists. They've been coming to my house since they were boys. You up, Marge? How you doing? It's Plan B. Oh, hello, Ben. Because your grandson was a filmmaker. Risky Road. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I know, sorry. Yeah. We got Risky Road. He said, I want to do a video of some of the boys. Could you lend me the money to get a camera? Essentially, he was one of the early investors of Grime. I come from a loving family, hard-working family. My childhood was so much different to the kids today. Where you lived was a community. People help one another. I think if you knocked on someone's door now and asked, have you got a bit of sugar to them? They'd fucking, you have to scrape them off the floor. When did Grime Grand start? It's 2011. And they said to me, Nan, would you let us film you interviewing some of the rap boys for Instagram? And immediately I said, no. Well, then a few years it come to light, someone else had hired an actress to be the grandma. Well, I was fucking furious. If this is it, they've took a fucking liberty. Now we're going to do it. <laughs> Do you reckon you'll just keep doing this? I should just keep doing it. Till they don't want me no more. You'll get bibbed up in a car and that grind, grind. My favourite thing is when you speak to people about lyrics. This is a story I have to tell people because I still love grind. It's gonna raise me down. Our champion today is one from a different era. The one and only Grime Gran. She's had the likes of Skepta, Giggs, Chip, Lethal Bizzle, chilling at the house when they were youngsters. But here's the wild part. She became an influencer in her 80s and interviews stars such as H. She says it as it is, and I'm excited to welcome to the show, Grime Gran. Right, well, I'm actually so excited to chat to you. Oh, you are. I've seen your stuff, like, forever. Oh, and, you have? And last night, I just had a little look onto the YouTube, and I was like, because I know you've been speaking to grime artists and forever. Your, your son's been in around in the game. Oh, road. yeah, yeah. Um, but here's a little quick list. Skepta, Plan B. H, Giggs, Chip, Lethal Bizzle, Ray Black. That's just a few. That's all I could fit on my little page, <laughs> yeah. wherever that is. Like, it runs out, it's a very small book. But you have spoke to some of the biggest artists that <laughs> are around, and it's just in, like, your front room. Well, you know, they are big artists now. Yeah. But they wasn't. Yeah. You know, we've they've been coming to my house since they was boys. mm so we, me, like me and my daughter and my other grandson have seen these rappers from boys grow into men. Yeah. Because they was boys when my other grandson filmed them all. Because your grandson was a filmmaker. Risky Rose, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, they're not like, they're more like family to mm. us. You know, we see them when we're out there. It's hello, Nan, hello, Mum. And so, yeah, I have. Yeah. I, you know, they're, they're, and they're all the most loveliest, politest boys. Yeah. You know, when uh, Rooney used to always indoors, they always was, and like me and their mum had come in from shopping and there'd be rows of trainers all lined up under the <laughs> fucking stairs and you'd say, oh, how many up there now? And they'd be up there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it'd be getting a bit loud. So <laughs> me daughter used to go to the cupboard and get the broom and bang on the ceiling. <laughs> the first time didn't always work. Right. If you'd done it a second time, yeah. it did work then. And did they listen to you? Oh, yes, they <laughs> did, yeah. But they was always well-mannered mm. around us and very polite, yeah. Because it's funny, isn't it? Like, Grime, you listen to the lyrics and you listen to, like, the things that's being said. Listen, 
we've heard so many in our ad, it was like a part of your life, you know. <laughs> you know, and people say about oh, the lyrics, they're frightening, they're talking about this. But it's their persona, that's how they are. Yeah. You know, it's their lyrics and most people love it. And, and how old are you now? I know you don't look a day over uh, 60, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, Go on. next Friday, I'm going to be 85. 85 next yeah. Friday. So you're in August, August gal. No, 1st of September. 1st of September, yeah. that's me. <laughs> we have very close birthdays. Oh, what are you? I'm the 31st of August. Oh, we are. Yeah, very yeah. close. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, when, when did Grime Grand start, like, for you? Well... I'm going to go back a few years now. Yeah. It was, it, I can tell you what it was because my grandsons remind me. Okay. It was 2011. Mm -hmm. And they said to me, Nan, would you let us film you rap, like, interviewing some of the rap boys? And I said, what for? And they like, said, like, for Instagram. And immediately I said, no. Not a chance. I'm not doing that. Don't ask me. <laughs> I'm not doing it. And I wouldn't. Well, then a few years ago, it come to light that someone else had hired an actress to be the grandma interviewing rap stars. So, like an, act like an actor? She was an actress, yeah. So, like, when my grandson come in and showed it to me, and obviously Bo looked at it, and they mm. both said, see, Nan, over you. Well, I was fucking furious. Because it could have been you. <laughs> so I, I said, right, if this is it, they've took a fucking liberty, now we're going to do it. <laughs> and that was it. That, and that's how it started. And Ghetto yeah. was the very first one I'd done. Right. And and it is, is when did you start seeing that massive uplift? Well, not long after, really, yeah. because I was doing posts during the pandemic. I've seen them. You've seen I've them? I've seen them. There was on Good Morning Britain. Like, <laughs> yeah. who, who's this grand? But you said it how it was. And that this is it. And I think this is where it started lifting off a bit because yeah. I only said what everybody was thinking. Yeah. People was being greedy bastards. Yeah. They was. You were talking about the toilet rolls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well, Why? Yeah. You get one lot and that should be enough. You don't want five or six fucking lots leaving but poor Joe mm. soaked with nothing at all, do you? No. You know, and then that's when I blamed the supermarkets yeah. because that was wrong. They should, should have, from the beginning, put it on, no, you have one per customer. Mm. And then they went from that to the baby's formula. Mm. So it, it was, it was really, and people liked it because I was telling everybody what they wanted to say. Yeah. Only doing it on the internet, everyone <laughs> heard it. And I think that's like the testament to like what this podcast is called, The Power of the Ordinary. And it's like you said it in such an ordinary way. Well, in a blue way, at all, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you just, you're just being honest. You'd be like, that's, that's the problem. I think that's why it You know, through. and you'd be surprised the people that say to me, they like the end bit when I said, you do like we done years ago. Yeah. Use new paper to wipe your arms <laughs> off. Because I've never experienced well, that. Well, exactly. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so you, you keep your feet on the ground and be who you are and yeah. as you started because, you know, I mean, I didn't dream that this would get where it is. Yeah. You know, I, I say to the boys, if I did, I don't think I'd have done it. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> Why is that? Oh, I don't know. There's, uh, I could, sometimes I get a little bit anxious when I've got to do anything okay. in case I'm going to do it wrong or something like that. Nerves, like natural but, nerves. 
Those days to me, oh, shut up, you enjoy it when you're there and you're all right, yeah. which we are. Was you nervous today? No. Oh, good. No, good. no I wasn't. No. That's a good thing. No. I'm all home. No, I um, wasn't. So on that first interview, if you don't mind me asking, how old was you when you did that first interview? When I done the first one, I was, I think I was coming up to about 81. 81. Yeah. And then within a year, you are technically an influencer. Well, so they say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, said, and I'll say, influence my arse. I can't influence <laughs> myself. Well, I, I say that when I say technically, it's not technically at all. You are. You've got an audience. Yeah. People yeah. watch you. People enjoy your content. A TV show on E4. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. like, yeah, I can imagine that you never dreamed of being an influencer and, and not people. I, honestly, Zach, I'll never. I'll yeah. never. You know, and have you seen the ones where Bo torments a lot of at me, haven't mm. you? Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll say to people, you know, I don't even know it's coming with him. He catches yeah. me most of the time. But, well, all of the fucking time he catches me. I'll just take it as it is. Yeah. And what was life like for you younger? Because obviously we're generations apart. Oh, but, yeah. But, like, your childhood, your young youngsterness. Oh, my childhood <laughs> was so much different to, the, the like, the kids today, you right. know. They, what, what, it baffles me, like, today, you know. I think the world has changed so much. You mm. know, when I was a kid growing up, we was contemplating randers and things like that, you know, and skipping. Yeah. Today, if they ain't got a fucking computer, there's murders, they're chucking themselves <laughs> on the floor screaming. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, it has. It has altered quite a lot. And what was life like? Was you, did you come from an affluent background? Was it like a working class background? No, no, I, can't, I, I was come from a family of eight. Yeah. And I'm the last one left now. Okay, so they've all gone and left me on my own. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we had love. I, I come from a loving family, hardworking family, yeah. you know, and um, me and my sister was the two youngest. So the others was growing up more. I mean, my older brother was 20 when my younger sister was born. Okay. So they all spoiled us. We, we got more than they ever got. Yeah. You know, and I had a, a lovely mum and dad. And, we was always fed well, you know, mm. people wasn't rich then, you know, yeah. you got by with what you had. But where you lived was a community. Mm. People help one another. Yeah. I mean, for instance, the woman upstairs would say, oh, have you seen Mrs. So-and-so? I ain't seen her. Oh, no. And someone would go and knock to see how she was. If she wasn't well, a neighbour would get the kids, another one would do the shopping. You, you don't see that now. No. I think if you knocked on someone's door now and asked, have you got a bit of sugar to them until tomorrow, they'd fucking, you have to scrape them off the floor and yeah. collapse, I You'd think. You'd be like, nah, go away, shut the door. But yeah, but see, it wasn't like that when I was growing up. It was more communities. Yeah. People helped one another more. Yeah. Do you feel like people were happier back then? Oh, the yeah. Other? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Why is that? Yeah, because I don't think, you, I think now life is stressful, Zach. Yeah. Then it didn't seem to be so stressful. Do you think phones? You, yeah, you? you didn't sort of worry about things so much as you did now. Yeah. You know, like, I can remember my mum saying, like, oh, what you ain't got today, fuck it, you'll get tomorrow. Yeah. And that, you know, and that's what it was. Hey, I just wanted to take a moment and say thank you for listening and give one of you loyal listeners a chance to win a year-long supply of Furosity to show appreciation for all your support. To enter, all you need to do is subscribe to our podcast on your favorite streaming platform and share your favorite episode on social media. But don't forget to tag us so we can see it. We really do appreciate you 
and thank you for listening. Lisa, you, you was involved around the war. You lived through, which, what was that? Yeah, well, I was born 38. The war never ended till, what, 45? Right, okay. So you was a kid when the war so was happening. So I do remember quite a lot. I remember my mother having to line up for stuff and ration yeah. books, you know. And this is what I said to that. In all them years ago, people wasn't greedy. Yeah. They lined up and you got your fair share. Not, oh, give, I'll have four lots of that and get it. No, you never. Yeah. It you was, was allowed what was on your book and that was all. And everyone in the flat was like, oh, I got my lard today. Yeah, I yeah. I got my bread. Yeah, and that, that's how it was. But they lined up and done it just the same. I mean, me and my sister didn't see a banana till I was, I think I was about seven. Right, okay. Before we even see a banana. Which is so different to me. Yeah. I have cereals. I yeah. have everything lined up. It's uh, Yeah, so yeah, it's so different now. I mean, we didn't have, like you said, cereal. We, we had porridge and yeah. that was it. Porridge. Yeah, porridge. And probably not like syrups or honey to put on top of it. No, no, yeah. might have had golden syrup, something like that. Syrup. Yeah. Was that a treat? It take oh, take log. If you if your mum made a suet pudding, they used to. <laughs> my mum did put golden syrup on it. Okay. You know, but it wasn't all these cornflakes and cocoa pops and wheat, nothing like that. Yeah. You know, we just had Scots porridge oats. <laughs> yeah. And then your, your children and your grandsons. When did they start coming onto the scene? Well. Um, my oldest grandson, Risky Rhodes, yeah. uh, he was just turned three when my husband died. I'm sorry. And uh, my daughter was, like, separated. She was back home. And then a few years later, trouble come along. And we hired him <laughs> to fucking put up with. They can't see you trouble this. Go yeah, on, tell us, tell us. Big up, Bo. <laughs> he and, sat um, over there. <laughs> you know, and... I was, they sort of like had two mums, mm. you know, me and my daughter brought them up between us. Like if their mum said no to son it, they'd come to me, mm. you know, and ask me. But Did they play you, you against each other? Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you, you done it because, I mean, they was my entire life, yeah. you know. They was two sons that I never had. And um, we're just like very close family. Yeah. Although we... Rubs one another up the wrong fucking way sometimes, <laughs> but we are close. The boys are close to me, and they're close to their mum. Well, you can tell the chemistry yeah, is brilliant. Yeah, between yeah, yeah. I mean, someone said to me the other day about the tricks Bo does. Yeah. Oh, why don't you slosh him? And I said I would, but I can't because I love him. <laughs> so I put up with it. But no, so yeah, and we've always sort of lived together. You know, mm. me and my daughter still live together still now. Today. Yeah, which, which, yeah, which is good because. Zach, the fucking situation today, you got two of you helping one another, yeah. you can share things more, mm. you know. And then I think, well, why do I want to live on my own and be yeah. all lonely? No, I, I would never want that. Yeah. Because I come from a big family and I'm used to hustle and bustle going on. And and your, your late husband, like, that, um, how was he? Was that, How was that going through that? Because that sounded like happened quite young. Yeah, yeah, he was 52, my husband, 52. when he passed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what was he like? Yeah, he he was um, he was very sort of laid back. Yeah, he was very laid back. He was a hard working man. Mm. He was a good provider, and um, it, my only re that's the only regret I've got that he never lived to see his grandsons grow up because he he'd have idolised them. What do you reckon he'd have said? Oh, he'd have been as proud as Punch. Yeah, he would have been so proud. Yeah, yeah, he would have been. I mean, me and my daughter often say that he he'd have been so proud of them. If you could speak to him for one minute, what would you say? 
Well, I talk to him every fucking day. I, I still have a rare with him. Do you? Yeah, I still have a rare with him if things don't go right. Well, like at home, just... You know, yeah. uh, well, I just sort of say, I'll say to him, you know, but I can't really say that because I'm very spiritual. Mm-hmm. So I know he knows what's going okay. on. So he's with them all the time yeah. anyway, you know, but he, he would be so proud of them, so and very proud. And how, how long was you guys together? Uh... We was married 31 years, about 34 years. 34 yeah, years, Yeah, I met him that's a long when time. I was about 15, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Literally like that as a true yeah, love. Yeah, yeah. What was it like for the family when, he, how did he pass away? Her my husband? Yeah. Um, well, he always had suffered with asthma. Okay. Uh, and I mean, in his young day, they didn't have inhalers and things mm-hmm. like that. It was only like the latter part of his life that he, he had one of them and it was all right. But I suppose he, he had a, a chest infection and it, it was a bad chest infection yeah. and he had like a cardiac arrest and he mm. died a couple of days later. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Was it hard for the family? Yeah, it was hard for me and my daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like her eldest grandson was just turned three and like where he lived with us, he kept asking for his granddad where, and we kept saying he's going to work, he's going to work. Right. Till in the finish, we had to sort of, Tell him something different. Tell him the because, truth. Because, yeah, he, he called our bluff one night. We said he'd gone to work and he said, phone him. And he was <sighs> only three, three and a half. Phone mm. him and he'll talk to me. Well, there was no answer to that. Yeah. Unfortunately, Bo never knew him. Yeah. So what did you say to him? Well, we, we told him in a nice way, yeah. you know, where he was. And then one night he was in bed. And it was it was really raining and thundering and everything. And he sat bolt upright and he said to his mum, oh, has my granddad got a blanket in heaven? Well, me and her cried the rest of the night, Zach. Yeah, but as I say, unfortunately, Bo never knew him. Yeah. In terms of the grime scene when that kind of came around, like, I imagine grime is popular now. Every, yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, grime's really oh, cool. Oh, yeah, 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 and yeah. Stuff like that. But Risky Roads in the early 2000s, when he, like, the, in, so, like, What's you call it? Social media wasn't around. You couldn't just no. put a video on Instagram yeah. or TikTok. Yeah. It was yeah. DVDs. It yeah. was yeah. like ripping something and selling it. I, I remember my, um, I called him my uncle dude, but when I want to watch a film, he always had the, like the knockoff copies and I go buy one from him for like three quid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah, yeah they did. Yeah. yeah. You'd buy some and some wouldn't play. They'd fucking video player. Yeah. yeah. It'd come <laughs> up and it was like, it was just like a little blue screen. I'm like, oh, I've been ripped off. Yeah, but now if you think that, where you can't hardly get, you could, where'd you see a DVD player now? I, I've not, I don't think I've seen one no, you for can't, a long time. You, you can't. Yeah. I ain't seen one for years. But then I imagine... As a someone that's like looking after your grandparents, uh, no, sorry, your grandsons and stuff, Graham probably seems very alien. And what what was it to you that was like, no, these boys are lovely? Because I imagine a lot of parents back then and like it was like, oh no, I should stay away from that. Yeah, no, no, it's because like Rooney was friendly with them. Yeah, and like like they first started coming round and that and. They were such lovely young men, you know. You, of course, they wanted to do what they wanted to like wanted to do. But you know, and, and Rooney filming them, I think that gave them a, a leg up, yeah. you know, because some of the filming he's got of them are absolutely brilliant. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's got one a ghetto, and everybody absolutely loves that one. Yeah, you. So you know, you, I think people sometimes get the wrong idea. Mm. They get the wrong idea. Because you really support, you bought the first video camera, right? Like, or lent the uh, money or... 
lent him. I never fucking got it back. <laughs> he, I, I was at a friend's house and he phoned me up and he, he said, Nan, can you do me a favour? So I said, what? He said, I, I, I want to, um, and I said, look, I'll be home soon. Tell mm. me when I get indoors. I won't be long. Anyway, when I got indoors, he said, Nan, um, I, I want to do a video of some of the boys. Could you lend me the money to get a camera? Right. So I, I said to him, I can still remember it, how much are they? He said, well, 200 pounds. And I said to him, that can't be much fucking cop, 200 pound, it's 300 pound, get, get, take that and get one. Right, okay. And he got that little, and he's still got that little camera. First camera, the thing And that, that has it. been on a display in Somerset House. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that camera obviously caught, captured oh. so many artists. Oh, well, he'd he done something somewhere and people wanted to stroke that little camera. Really? Yeah, it's captured such a, such a lot. I mean, even he's even got film of Dynamo before he was even on the map. The magician, Dynamo, yeah, the magician. yeah, yeah. He wow. filmed him. He come to London. Yeah, he was a very young boy, and Rooney filmed him, and that was before he was famous. It's mental because at that time, it's not obvious. Like it's not obvious at all. They're just doing it out of passion, out of love. Yeah, and you're essentially you was one of the early investors of grime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He, yeah, he, you know, sometimes Bo would come in and he'd say, who's up there having a moan up as usual? Yeah. But no, they, you know, it's just something that we, we never took no notice of. Mm. We, to us, it was natural. They it was, was natural. always there. We'd come in some Saturdays from shopping and I, I'd say to my daughter, oh, fuck, they've drunk all the bottles of water. There's no water left. <laughs> We'll have to go and get more. And she might say to me, yeah, and all the fucking coats are gone and all they've cleaned us out. Yeah. <laughs> the boys are in the car shovel, yeah, all those nightmare yeah, pairs. Yeah, um, But, you know, you, you just, to be honest with you, Zach, I don't think I'd have started interviewing if I hadn't have known all them boys. Yeah. I wouldn't have just gone and done well, someone without knowing them. I feel at the same time as well, you had a different relationship. It wasn't just like an interview. It was like you were just coming around to see. they just come round and we was having a talk, yeah. Um, but, but I mean, the one, me and Ghetto, we really did have a lot of fun that day yeah. doing that. We, we was laughing so much, yeah. you know, because he is a lovely, he is a lo And what a lot of people don't know about Ghetto is that he has got the most beautiful singing voice. Has he? Oh, my goodness, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then, and since the gro the growth of Grime Grand, where's it kind of led you? As and like you've you went on to interview H H. Oh yeah, H. I've done. I've, well, I've I've done H twice. Twice. We yeah, we was in Portugal not long ago at okay. Rolling Loud. Yeah. At the festival there, uh -huh. <laughs> and I was in, interviewing all the top American rappers and all, and some of well, they're absolutely fantastic yeah they are and i mean h is h well as you see h that area is yeah. he's a lovely young man and he's kept his feet on the ground and he, all he has hasn't he yeah everything you see from him he's yeah. not changed but yeah the, like what do you feel like when you're going towards those interviews like you said you get nervous and things 
Yeah, well, I do get a bit nervous and, and Bo always says to me, oh, you always say that. What are you stressing for? When you get there, you're going to enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> and we do because we, we did have a good time in Portugal. It was yeah. good. You have the best collaboration though, like because you're like, you grime, grand, you're this very traditional, you say it as it is, you're oh. from London, oh. right? You know what I mean? And then you've got the a, a grime artist that walks and you think girls, like <laughs> like Weapon Streets, this, yeah. that. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah. and then you next think, when you're next to each other, they just come in and they're like, oh, you're right now. Yeah, so sit your ass down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're honest with you as well. Oh, yeah. Well, they have to be because I can catch them out. <laughs> I can catch them out. I say that to them, I can catch you right out. My favourite thing is when you speak to people about lyrics and you ask them, like, oh, what's that lyric mean? And you get artists talking. <laughs> oh, well, D-Double's the best one for lyrics. Yeah. He, he comes out with some right classics. <laughs> he, he do. Yeah. And he, he's also a lovely man. Mm. He's very shy. Really a lovely man. They, as I say, they all love. They're all di individual, different, yeah. you know. Giggs is quite shy as well. Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do you see this going? Is this something like you just enjoy doing? Like now we're interviewing, you're getting to do brand deals, TV shows. Do you reckon it's just a hobby or are you just, um, are you enjoying the career? Yeah, well, well this, yeah, I do, I do enjoy it, yeah. Mm. Once I'm there and I'm started, yeah, I do enjoy it and I can relax a bit, yeah. Do you think it's, it's something that has, a, like, um, something you will stop eventually or do you reckon you'll just keep doing this? I should just keep doing it. You just keep doing it? Till I've had enough, they don't want me no more. <laughs> they think she can go now. You know, but we walk, you walk along and it's lovely. So you'll get bibbed up in a car and that grind, grind, yeah. you know, and you think, oh, you know, and, and nice, you know, they're chatting out grind, grind. When did when did people start recognising you? Like, when did you go into the street? Well, quite soon after I started doing them interviews, yeah. yeah. Yeah, quite soon after. You know, even now, you have someone come up and, yeah, you're that famous nan on TikTok. And I'll say, well, I'm the nan, but I'm not famous. <laughs> you know, because I don't think I ain't famous, you know, I'm me. Yeah, you just, just you. Yeah, and I'm that just, comes across. Yeah, I, I think I ain't famous, I'm just me. Mm. You know, and yeah, is it that is it is nice, and you think, oh well, shows you they all like you, and they all, you know. Oi, listen up! If you're one of our loyal listeners, we want to say thanks by giving you a little something. Use the code Power10 on Furiosity.co.uk, and you'll receive ten percent off. But don't tell your friends. Um, because you've had a bit of a tea, you've had a little bit of a tea, but I want you can. It's an energy drink. I want you to give it a little taste test. Little taste. Little taste. Give it a little open and see what it tastes like. Oh, it smells nice. It smells really it, nice, it? yeah. What does it remind you of? Oh, it's lovely. What do you think? What's the, what's the flavours? I don't know, but it's a lovely taste, isn't it? Yeah. For me, it's lilt. It's I, do you know lilt? Lilt, yeah. yeah drink, like oh, pineapple Yeah. When I taste this, I taste lilt, but at the same time, it gives you energy. Look at you going for like, your third sip. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Big up, Tyson. This is fucking lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Here, can I take a crate of these home? <laughs> yeah, of course you can. We've got, we've, if you've not seen all the background over there, we've got loads of crates. Get your bags ready, Nance. Thank you for listening. And if you're enjoying these episodes, let us know by subscribing to whichever channel you're listening through. It makes a huge difference and allows us to grow and bring you better content. Thanks for listening. <laughs>